Namaste, yogis. You are listening to Yoga Podcast by Breezy Bree. Find me at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. And today and every couple of weeks, we talk about the moon and all of her beauty and her illumination. We learn how the new moon allows us to set new intentions and how the full moon allows us to release things that are no longer serving us. So come on this journey on and off of the mat as we combine yoga with the moon namaste hello namaste happy happy new moon i have not been recording moon cycle episodes recently as you may have noticed i have been so busy that i haven't even been connecting my own practice to the moon but I'm inspired. This new moon really did bring on that energy for me. I think these last few moon cycles have been very focused, like forward moving. And I don't know if it's me or what, but I've been kind of in a whirlwind. I can't even believe that we are half the year over. It's wild. I think the moon in Taurus was just this like stubborn energy that wanted us to be bullheaded. I know I'm being such a cliche right now, but it's true. And, you know, ever since I think the new moon in Pisces, yes, I'm dating myself way back to March. I've sort of just been on this trajectory where I wanted to really connect deep to myself, my animals, just nature and sort of disconnect in a way which is odd because at the same time, I've been wanting to connect and work and be focused and disciplined. So I guess it's a little bit of everything. Of course, as Mercury retrogrades, I know everybody's so connected to the going backward, but really, I mean, it just kind of gets you thinking about nostalgic things in life, you know, where you were when this song played on the radio or, you know, who was your childhood best friend or your first love things like that things that make us sometimes really happy and sometimes really sad but it is a really fun reminder to stay level-headed which the irony is not lost on me because as we enter into this new moon in Gemini level-headed is not something that we would say right I mean we have these two oppositions of self really presenting And maybe in a weird way, that's what I just described. So I said all of that because although this is sort of a moon episode, it's really not. I think it's more of a reminder. As the world is beginning to continue opening up, I know where I live, the studios are starting to really open up as far as getting regular schedules back on, regular teachers back teaching live and even in some cases without a face mask. Whoa, I know. But it's nice because we might even consider being able to give each other a hug again. (laughs) I might be pushing it. I'm not sure. I'm such a hugger. Okay, so this is a fun reminder on how you can stay focused in your practice. Maybe some areas that you need a gentle reminder about, which that's what I'm here for for you today. If you've had a chance, I hope you've been listening to the Yoga 101 intro series. 
even if you are not brand spanking new to yoga, it's always nice to revisit it. I know for me, I've been practicing yoga for over a decade and been teaching for quite a while as well. And it is so much fun to remind myself of the fundamentals as a teacher, but especially as a student, it sort of takes the load off as far as needing to feel like you are not progressing at a level that for whatever reason you think you need to be progressing at, which human, human problem. All right, so one of the things I want you to remember is holding your breath is pretty much the biggest mistake that you can make during your yoga practice. If you are not practicing breath work, yogic breath, pranayama, you are not practicing yoga, okay? Point blank period. I don't care if you're upside down in a handstand, your body's like a little pretzel, you're triple jointed if that's a thing. It doesn't matter. If you are holding your breath and you're not focusing on inhaling and exhaling at the very minimum, just creating this gentle flow within your body, activating that rest and digest reflux, then you might want to reconsider starting to really vamp up your yogic of the breath practice your pratyama and start from the basics you know just sit in easy pose half lotus don't even worry about moving through a flow or as i might be sounding right now like i'm losing my breath because i am (laughs) i am currently walking my poodle we've gone up a few hills and it is so hot outside you guys it's like over 90 degrees as i'm recording this so bear with me and I'm not even completely out of shape (laughs) how do you like that completely no seriously um I enjoy walking and talking and recording and uh it's a fun little challenge but I am keeping up a pretty good pace so holding your breath Hmm, let's take a deep inhalation right now (sighs) yes hope you exhaled (laughs) okay another thing to remember as you begin to enter back into studio practice maybe this new moon the summertime you want to congregate in community I know I do as a student I don't even want to teach I just want to practice amongst my peers my friends other yogis ah just feeling that energy that I've missed so much of that collaboration of space but remember not to rush in and out of poses so this isn't about burning calories this isn't about burning fat if those are byproducts of your practice awesome but really it's about mindful meditation you want a nice moving mindful meditation for me that is a big part of my own personal practice is just knowing that I am connecting the mind back to body, activating the spirit, and having this beautiful moving meditative flow that brings me completely into the present, which feels so good. All right. As we begin to practice back in studio, it's really important that we begin to connect back to the teachings, right? So rather that is what your guide is guiding you through, your yoga teacher, your, you know, philosophy of study throughout this beautiful umbrella of all the major different disciplines under this yoga plan of 
just study. It's it's so beautiful. And you know what I'm saying, right? <laughs> no, but really just making sure that you are I know during this entire last year, year and a half, we've been really focusing on if not maintaining sanity, trying to rebuild sanity. But this is a good time to be guided, you know? That's another reason why I look forward to practicing in studio, just letting a teacher guide me or taking some in-person workshops and having someone get me to explore something within self that I maybe haven't been really pushing through because let's face it, we don't really tackle the tough stuff on our own 100% of the time. Another thing that's really important is just making sure that you dress for your practice. You know, I think one of the things I love the most about all that we've experienced in this last, you know, year or so is just realizing what's important. You know, and I say that with having a major corporate sponsor of yoga podcasts and, and being a part of their sales team, but truth be told, I mean, sometimes just some really loose fitting attire and your hair just nice and simple and everything's out of your face and you're able to just practice. It's crazy. I was teaching, you know, this worldwide online yoga teacher training last summer and so many practitioners were practicing naked <laughs> which I just thought was awesome and I am too a naked practitioner you know when I'm practicing on my own of course but there is something so freeing about that not worrying about when you stand up and you put your hands in the air and then your shirt comes up and your pants fall down so just maybe rethinking that whole dynamic between you your practice and your attire <laughs> sounds crazy but it's true eating too much before you practice you know that full belly many practitioners believe that you should practice before sunrise fasted and there is definitely a lot of benefits to that not only spiritually but physically mentally it is really rewarding to work really hard you know through your own mind-body connection and then finish and enjoy something really refreshing to fill the belly thereafter, right? It's just this feeling of gratitude that you tend to have. So just remember that as you get back on the mat in studio class, you know, you don't wanna creep up those cramps on your side or that sloshing around of too much fluids or food in the body. And again, that goes along with drinking too much water before or during class. For me personally, I believe that unless you have a medical reason why you need to continuously hydrate throughout the class, it is really good to hydrate a couple of hours before and definitely hydrate after and really try to practice without taking too many sips of water or coconut water, whatever it is that you hydrate with, unless of course you're practicing in a heated yoga hot room, okay? Another one is comparing yourself to others. That is going to be something that you are all going to need to really pay attention to. 
we have not been practicing in community for the most part and especially without masks and it's going to feel a little foreign again and you're going to start looking around and people are going to start becoming self-critical and feeling like maybe they weren't staying up on their practice during this last year this and that leave it leave it leave it please do not compare yourself to others do not even compare yourself to who you were a year ago you know maybe your hips are going to be tighter because you've been more emotional you've been more anxious you know there's a lot that's been going on you've been traumatized perhaps deep in your subconscious just let the process take its place that's another reason why i love just starting off with beginner flow beginner poses yet again just allowing the body to acclimate and if you have been really active during your practice and maybe even progressing in your practice don't judge others who are not in that same place as you also remembering not to lock your knees and elbows you know um, this is just a quick little reminder not only is this injury prevention which is really important um, but it is something that reminds you that you need to revisit the fundamentals, okay? And again, along with that sentiment, is just putting too much weight in your wrists. You know, use your props, use your blocks, drop your knees, whatever it needs to happen. Be gentle. Do not have this fierce flow and then take yourself out of practice for the rest of the summer, okay? And making sure that you properly engage your core, especially for those of us who spent a lot of time sitting during the pandemic, working from home perhaps, maybe not getting out as much. You're going to need to reactivate the Mula Banda, all the Bandas actually, Uliala Banda, and just reactivating the core. This is a good time to remind yourself of maybe some fundamental yoga Lattes or yoga Pilates fusion classes. I have some really neat classes on yoga podcasts that you can take that have the yoga Pilates fusion and just reminding yourself how to reactivate your core, protecting your lower back, protecting your spine, and of course, creating a beautiful foundation to the rest of your asana practice. And then last but certainly not least, do not skip Shavasana. It might be really challenging to quiet your mind, to really relax actively, especially if you haven't been practicing, if you haven't been practicing with others, and if you're entering back into the studio. But remember that Shavasana is a way to remind your nervous system that everything came before it was on purpose so instead of your muscles needing to tense up to protect your spine or protect your ligaments and your joints your body will begin to relax and you're going to have that muscle memory if you are brand new to yoga i hope you're listening to the intro to yoga sessions that have been publishing on yoga podcast i'm really excited about them and i hope that you get back into studio classes get into community take some workshops maybe even go to some festivals. I know I'm looking forward to it way more than even teaching. I'm looking forward to being a student. And I'm even looking forward to being a student somewhere where people do not even know that I teach. 
that is for another episode. There is something to be said about walking into a class when the majority of the people, in particular the teacher of that class, knows that you are a teacher. So I really look forward to just being a part of a student population. So for this new moon, may we all begin to introduce the summer into our lives, reconnecting with your family, your friends, your practice, smiling where people can see your teeth, giving eye contact, maybe even hugs, and just enjoying life. Never forgetting what we all went through collectively as a global pandemic swept through and changed many of our lives forever. So regardless of how you feel about it, politically, socially, economically, the truth is is that we all went through something really big that might be once in a lifetime. I hope is once in our lifetime. And I do not want us to forget to be in the present, to enjoy every single moment. I'm enjoying this walk with my poodle. He cannot wait until I quit recording so I can pay attention to him, which I agree. Happy new moon. Go in peace. Namaste. I am so honored that you are listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. Never miss an episode. Download the free app on iTunes, Apple Podcast, Spotify, or Stitcher. Please also rate the show with five stars. I would greatly appreciate that. Visit me on my website at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. I include free yoga sequences every single month. You can leave a comment or message me and we can connect. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful personal practice. Namaste.